What's up, everybody? Welcome to Sweat the Bet, presented by Odds Jam, hosted by yours truly, Matt Modai, aka Jedi Modai, and Andrew Kim, aka the Parlay Doc. Hope you enjoy. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Sweat the Bed podcast brought to you by OddsJam.com. For those of you who aren't familiar, you have to check out OddsJam.com if you are a sports better because they provide you with essential keyword, essential tools if you are regularly sports betting. So go check it out. Check out our sponsors. You can check out OddsJam.com. You can check out their OddsJam player prop app on the iOS store. So basically, look, you will get positive EV alerts to get the best edge possible, easy bet tracking, uh, arbitrage betting alerts, all these things, guys, all in one place. Go check it out. We are the co-hosts of the Sweat the Bad podcast. I am Andrew Kim, a.k.a. The Parlay Doc on Twitter. And here with me is Matt, a.k.a. Jedi Modi. What is up, Matt, as we enter week five of the week NFL? Five. We're a full month into it. Oh, I'm my doing God. well. Yeah. Before yeah. we started recording, I was watching, uh, it's an older movie, World War Z. Have you seen oh, that one? With, with the, the, the Brad Pitt? Brad one? Pitt, yeah. Oh, man. I, you know what? I'm a huge, I'm a huge zombie genre like, oh, movie yeah? fan. Like, huge. I like Just as much as I love Star Wars, I'm a big zombie guy. It's just zombie movies. It's just, God, it's like, there's so many movies that have such potential. And there's always something that lets me down about, like, the zombie movies. Like, I... Nothing like I like the premise of World War Z and some of the scenes and and the cast is awesome, but it's just like, God, they had to use some terrible CGI and and like I just it's yeah. just like if they could up that part, I feel like that would have been one of the better like zombie films. But like that that's the only knock I have on that movie is just like why well, it was like one of the weirdest corniest like it was like almost like I am legend level just cheesy cgi um you know yeah with, some with, of it was zombies god like especially the scenes when they're like trying to they're climbing the walls of like israel i'm like i, I was just i was like what, what is going on here I'm like this is like terrible cgi that's like, <laughs> have you seen uh train to busan yeah, yeah 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 that's probably the honestly in terms of quality it's it, that's probably the best zombie movie that i've seen i'm not i'm i'm not a huge zombie guy like i don't dislike them but i don't i don't seek them out if they're if they're good movies i'll watch them but um i just walked out in my in my office and my girlfriend was watching it so i, I popped uh, on it right before we were recording and it finished it it's a good movie but yeah I, I see what you mean yeah yeah so all right guys you know here here's the exciting part where we're we're gonna get another week of nfl i'm actually a little sad it's so it's so weird because i'm like are we getting that deep into the nfl season like we're, we're already right it's this this year feels like it's going fast i don't know i just i feel like it's going quick and i'm like while we're already getting there into the thick of almost getting close to the halfway point soon. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, it. we're we're a quarter, I guess, not technically, we're a little bit less now that they added a 17th game, like yeah, yeah. not quite a quarter, but basically for all intents and purposes, yeah, a quarter of the way Man. through the season. It's yeah. weird because, like, I feel like when the NFL season first starts, you're like, oh, it's early. Yeah. It, like, I never know when we, can, we can't just use the it's early excuse anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, it's because get four weeks <laughs> – that four games doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah. But then when you think of a normal season, like one month into the season for the NBA is like 10 games for yeah. baseball is like 25 games. Exactly. So it's yeah. Then that's we weird part about the NFL is just how little games there are. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's also the nice thing because people are just is, until like the last week or two, people are bawling out because every game is so mean, yeah. which is this, which is why I like the NFL. So all right, guys, so what you're in store for today, we are going to cover a handful of games to preview week five like we usually do. We are going over 
Colts versus Broncos, Dolphins versus Jets. Then we got, what do we got here? We got Cowboys at Rams, Bengals at the Ravens, and to wrap it up, Raiders at the Chiefs. Those are the games we're covering today. So we're going to go over our general, you know, sense of the leans of what we feel good about with money line spreads, totals, what other just kind of angles that we see that stand out. And then we're going to wrap it up with our best bets. Matt's still rolling, guys. Matt's doing well. I'm struggling. I'm struggling, but you know, I'm I'm determined to pick it up this week, guys. So stick around at the end. We're going to give each of us are going to give three of our best bets at the end. If you've been following us on primetime, though, I will say we've been doing pretty decent. Pretty, is pretty going well. decent. Primetime is going well. So for those of you who don't, you also need to, in addition to this podcast or full-length YouTube video, you got to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Sweat the Bet, and follow us on Sunday mornings, Monday nights, and Thursdays, okay? Thursday nights. We've been live streaming, and those have been hitting at a pretty decent damn clip for a lot of our props, a lot of our boosts. The only thing that's been frustrating the hell out of me and Matt and Jedi here is, oh my God, God damn those same game parlays. We keep coming up like one one short or two short. Fucking killing me. Fucking killing me. (sighs) We'll get one. We'll get one. We'll get it. So let's kick it off with our traditional sweat, no sweat. I got one for you right here, Matt. Whew. Since it's not a game we're going to be talking about, Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, sweat or no sweat, Mitch Trubisky is going to be traded pretty damn soon, and there is going to be a buyer. There will be a buyer. As much as you and I have ragged on him, and trust me, I'm a Bears fan, and I've ragged on him since he's been a Bear, but someone's going to be a buyer. So sweat or no sweat, someone will be a buyer and pick up Mitch Trubisky before the trade deadline from the Steelers. That's a sweat. I don't think, oh. I think no way. I mean, I'm, you're, I'm, you're trying to go through, I mean, an injury always happens, but I don't know. I think like we saw him be a backup for the bills last year. Um, and then people gave him a shot to be the Steelers quarterback this year. He was dreadful. He was so, so bad. I can't see a team giving him a shot. I just can't see it. I'm, and I'm trying to go through of like, I mean, an injury you obviously can't predict. So we, we need to talk about that. But who is like a quarterback away? Steelers are a quarterback away, but they have Mr. Trubisky. Maybe the Panthers. But like if they go from Darnold to Baker to Trubisky, I mean, there is not a sadder set of quarterbacks in the entire NFL. Just first round bust after first round bust. So follow-up question, do you think both offensive coordinators and Mitch Trubisky moving forward, because clearly he's a backup at best, and I'm being gracious there, right? So, And I like the guy. He's a nice guy, and and I I liked him from a personality standpoint when he was a Bear, but is he better served to just retire his arm and just become Taysom Hill 2.0 and just say, it is what it is, I'm athletic, I'm pretty big and strong, I can run, and you just create Taysom Hill type packages for him to come in for design runs. And that's his role as almost like a tertiary, like third string QB with a special run package. Hybrid. And, just that, and that's what he's for. You Maybe he's going to throw you a tiny crossing route, six yard pass at best, but really you're, you're bringing them in for those fourth, fourth and ones and fourth and twos where you're going to go for it and, or third and shorts, and you're going to bring them in for a specific design run pack. And that's going to be his role moving forward. Just, relegate yourself just accept the fact and just embrace it and be the next Taysom Hill yeah I you know I, I don't think he's that good of a runner 
I don't think he's <laughs> as good of a runner as Taysom Hill. I think it's like no, that, that I agree with that. Taysom Hill's a beast. He's a beast, and and, and Trubisky is athletic for a quarterback. When you put him in like the not necessarily running back because that's not what Taysom Hill is, but when you put him in the run first type thing, like he's not as good of a runner as Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson or even Josh Allen. Um, so I think his role, like if, if his teammates like him and like, you know, he, he plays nice being the backup quarterback, which he, he'd seemed to do for the bills last year. I think his role moving forward is like a chase Daniel type, someone that's just a career backup teams seem to like him. Like, um, I'll take him over chase Daniel, but yeah, I mean, chase Daniels, I mean, that guy is the king of, he's just like the king of the NFL. The fact that he's never played and he's made a ton of money. Uh, that guy, I mean, that guy is, I don't know. Do you ever watch blue mountain state, the TV show? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen some. Of he's the, he's the Alex Moran of the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, not a bad gig at all. Not a bad. No. Gig I mean, to make yeah, that yeah, much money yeah. to never play. Yeah. It sounds like the dream, but you, I mean, yeah, you just, you soak up the playbook. You be almost like a coach on the field. You help sure. the quarterback and let them, let them know what you're seeing. You stay ready. I mean, that's a good gig. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what, what do you got for me, Matt? What's your, what's your sweat? No sweat. For um, well, speaking of the saddest quarterback room in the NFL and the Panthers, <laughs> Matt rule is the first head coach fired this year. Oh, sweat mm. or no sweat. Oh, first, first. I'm just, I'm just rolling my head through the coaches right now. So coaches that are probably going to get fired. He's one of them. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury, their guy, he's going to, he's going to nah, go. Nah, they're, they, you they don't still think so? love him. They still love him. They're, they're I oh think. Oh my God. He's I, so uh, bad. Well, we, I'm not arguing that part. I just, I just think, I don't know if there's that kind of, is there that kind of like hot seat tension right now there? I almost, I don't, I mean, fans, yes, I'm talking front office. And like, I mean, I, they I don't, just, they just extended him in the off season. Well, yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. That's so, what I just, so that. So probably not, but yeah. like. That's, that, that's, that's my point. Yeah. I don't, I think he's pretty in pretty good with. Yeah. I mean, no, I could, I, yeah, this is a hot take. I could see the Bengals head coach getting fired if they don't make the playoffs this year. Yes. So, but I think first, yeah. Well, first, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. At this point, I, I'd, I'm say, just, yeah. I'd say no sweat. I'll say no sweat. I, I think so. I, I, mean, I think it's, 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 it's in the cards right now. I, I he think could get fired happen. at the end, like after this week, like it after this be, game. I, I, yeah. I, I think if it, depending on how they do and they could, they could just get slaughtered that. Yeah. I, I, I could see it even as soon as this week, honestly, they might want to sh- shake it up, whatever that means, you know, the whole yeah. concept of let's just shake it up, which is probably not a, the best idea when you just revamp mid season, but yeah. I mean, they have a good roster. But Baker Mayfield's is terrible, and they keep like just trying these um, like these old first round flame out quarterbacks that we know aren't good. But they're like, oh, we can we can fix them. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd go. I'd go. No sweat. I I, I think I think he's the front runner. If there were odds on that, I, I I'm sure it'd be like minus three hundred something. I bet on <laughs> on some offshore book. You could probably. I'm sure those. I'm sure those odds exist on some offshore book. All right. All right. So, okay, guys, let's, let's dive into the heart of it. We got a lot of games to cover. So we're kind of, we're going to try to do this rapid fire. So let's kick it off with the first game on the docket chronologically. Uh, The sad Indianapolis Colts uh, versus the the sad Denver Broncos, in my opinion. Very sad game. This is a very sad. And so this is typical Thursday night football. We, we said it, right. We, we already almost hit the pinnacle of Thursday night football. The other week. This and now we're we're at the valley, guys. We're at the, the valley. The upsetting part about this one is 
going into the year, you would have thought this would be a good Thursday night game. Like we were both yes. high on yeah. the Colts. The Broncos obviously had a ton of love with uh, Russell Wilson coming in, but yeah, I mean, just the Colts, I think are the sad, like the Colts and the Panthers and the Cardinals are probably the saddest teams in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look guys, for those of you who think we're being melodramatic, let's, let's break it down real quick. I'll set, I'll set the table for us right now. Currently, depending on your book, the spread is going to be anywhere from minus three to minus three and a half for the Broncos who are favored at home. Um, some key injuries. There's a handful, but the main ones, obviously the big ones are Jonathan Taylor, um, you know, for the Colts, literally the most integral piece of their offense right now. And yep. then uh, sadly, God, I feel so bad. Uh, Javante Williams. It sucks. Uh, terrible injury yeah, so it sucks. you're you're missing the key running backs two studs basically so let let's break down some of the statistics right now so i'll just read i'll just do comparison and contrast colts broncos so overall defense dvoa colts 13th broncos eighth pass defense colts this is key and this is what i'm going to talk about in a little bit 27th guys can't cover the pass 27th and pass the defense DVO Broncos respectable sixth rush defense Colts respectable second Broncos 20th. Here's the sad narrative guys, offense, offensive DVOA Colts 32nd, oh my 30 God. freaking second guys. And, and I'll take the L Matt and I, we, we were high on the Colts coming into the season. They're the 32nd offensive ranked DVOA right now. Also known as the worst. Yes. Offense in the entire NFL. The worst offense. And the Broncos, not to say that they're much better, 24th ranked offensive DVOA. Yeah, not great. Not great. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Okay. So where do we find some angles and keys in a super ugly, ugly offensive game? Is this this going to put Nathaniel Hackett in even hotter water? if they cannot pull off a W here, I mean, what, what, I mean, we we were talking, you were talking about, you know, I I know he's a new coach, so there's going to be some initial grace and shine on a coach, but I mean, if he does, if they lose this one, well, what's, does he join the ranks of at least being in that hot seat even more so than he is already? I, I mean, for a one and done is possible, but for a first year head coach, I doubt they'll, they would fire him before the end of the season. They'll give him, they'll give him the year. And then like a one and done wouldn't surprise me, but yeah, if they lose this game, like at home short week Colts without Jonathan Taylor yep. Colts, the, like you said, they have the worst offense in the NFL. They have the second worst offensive line in the NFL. They have, yep. the, like you said, 27th ranked passing. Like the team is just, they're just awful. And I feel like I will say the Colts notoriously start slow. If you look at their history. Yeah. Last remember year you showed they, me that. Yeah. Yeah. Last year they started slow with Carson Wentz. And they rattled off a bunch of wins in a row. Um, the first year Frank Reich was in Indianapolis, they started like two and four, two and five, rattled off a bunch of wins in a row. That was Andrew Lux last year with the Colts. But it, if they get it together, it's not going to be this week. I don't think it's going to be this week. I think there's too much going against them. I think this game's, this game's going to be gross, especially the fact uh, we haven't really – I mean, Russell Wilson, his shoulder, I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's, he's going to play – but it's his throwing shoulder. So you don't know if he's going to be limited at all. Um, but to me, the, the deciding factor is just um, the Broncos eighth, eighth ranked defense. Like you said, Colts worst offense, Colts struggle passing the ball. If there's, if there's any chance for this offense to get it together, assuming Russ's shoulders healthy, it's, it has to be this game. Yeah. Um, 
one stat that I saw even digging deeper into their past defense. And uh, this will probably be, we'll talk about this tomorrow for our, our best bets specifically for Thursday night. Yep. 30 also 32nd ranked against number one opposing number one wide receivers. Cortland exactly. Sutton game incoming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So for those of you guys who like the player props, take a look at Cortland Sutton's line right now. So the, if look, if it wasn't for Russ's shoulder, I would, I would just hammer it. I would hammer the shit out of Cortland Sutton yeah. right now, but that is one of my favorite angles for this game. If there's one bright spot that analytics are saying, this is the chance to hammer. That's, that's the one I like Cortland yeah. Sutton right there. So. so if this game wasn't played on a Thursday, Broncos would be one of my best bets, but I, I mean, for a third, I know our best bets are normally for Sunday or Monday, but yeah. I, I rarely put two units. I put two units on Broncos money line on this one. I risked, I risked 200 on the Broncos money line. Um, I thought about taking their spread, but I got a but I got a pretty good line on their uh, money line. It was it was plus EV when I got it. Yeah. So I just I hammered it for for two units. I would be I would really I mean I've been surprised before and I will be surprised again. But I would be shocked if the Colts managed to pull this one out. Yeah, basically same thing. Um, I think this would take Russ leaving the game early and. Uh, for whatever reason, if Nathaniel Hackett decides we're just going to keep running when you have a clear advantage versus a horrible pass defense. Um, I actually think as odd as this sounds that Javante Williams being out, of course, I feel terrible for him, but I'm saying for this particular game in this matchup, it might actually help the cause for Denver. If it forces them to throw, then yeah. Forces them to throw. And if they're not stupid, they will take advantage of the advantage and edge they have in the passing offense versus passing defense. And for that reason, I feel like it would defy analytics and it would defy statistics and logic for Denver to not win this game that I am going to take them on the spread. And I am going to take them at minus three. You could still get minus three on points, bet everywhere else right now, it shifted to three and a half. So I wouldn't touch it there, but I would, I would still take it at minus three and I am going to take it at minus three on points bet right now. So. Yeah, you're right. Every other book, ha- you can get it. I mean, it's a little bit juiced, but you can get it at minus 120 at minus three on bet MGM. On bet. Yeah. You can get it for minus. Uh, I just blocked it in minus one fifteen at minus three on uh, points bet, unless it shifted already. So. No, yeah. I, I was just looking at the, yeah. Okay. I was just looking at other books aside from, aside from points. Yeah. But yeah. 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 No, I, oh. we're in agreement there. We don't need to belabor the point on Thursday night football. It's going to be gross. We're going to watch it. We're, we're probably going to have a SGP lose by exactly one leg on the last yeah. play of the game. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> so, all right, guys, next one, dolphins at jets. So dolphins three and one came back to earth. Finally. Um, God, the two injuries, good Lord. Um, and then jets, uh, two and two surprisingly. So right now, roughly most books have the spread minus three for the dolphins. Um, so let me break down the stats and I'm going to throw it over to Matt to get his thoughts. So, uh, dolphins defense DVOA, not so great. 28th, uh, jets 25th pass defense. Both are terrible. Uh, 27th for the Dolphins, 29th for the Jets. Rush defense, respectable for the Dolphins, 4th, 14th for the Jets. And again, this is the huge discrepancy, guys. This is where there's a differentiator. Dolphins offense, 2nd, Jets 23rd, guys. I mean, you're talking top versus bottom, okay? So what are your thoughts? What what are your initial thoughts on this game about the Dolphins and the Jets, Matt? 
Yeah, I um, I really went back and forth. Like I struggled with this one. And I know me and you were talking about it before we started recording, but I, I just have a bone to pick with the NFL. The fact that you can't look at box scores <laughs> by half or by quarter. You can do it so easily on NBA.com. The NFL is so archaic in their in their statistics and, and their advanced stats. So I have a bone to pick with them. So I tried to look at Zach Wilson first three quarters okay. versus fourth quarter because uh-huh. they only scored they scored four like 14 points on two well they scored touchdowns on two straight drives to end the game yeah. and they're down by 10 it's like he came alive in the fourth quarter and i wanted to see what things looked like if they just got unlucky the first three quarters because i didn't really watch a ton of that jets game i obviously i watched the eagles game um so that's what i'm wondering like did, jet, did zach wilson figure something out in the fourth quarter or was it one of those things where like the steelers played prevent defense and they just couldn't get out of it. You know, we've seen that all the time yeah. where a team yeah. goes in prevent and then they just can't shake whatever funk after whatever. Um, but I mean, it's funny. Like if you look at these two teams, Dolphins should probably be one in three. If you look at two of their wins, like the lucky win against the Bills coming back by down like 28 against the Ravens and the Jets probably should be 0 and 4. 0 and 4 in my opinion. That yeah, was going to be so, my point. So, so, so who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, like they Dolphins offense probably won't miss a beat with Teddy. Like he's a pretty good game manager. You get the ball in the hands of Tua, or sorry, uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. You let them just rack up yak. Um, so I struggled with this one. I'm not confident, but I settled on the Jets. I got them at plus three and a half. So I got I got that extra half point to get above a field goal, which was this, which was the deciding factor for yeah. me. No, definitely. I mean, look, everything you said. I mean, um, for me, it's if it wasn't for two brutal, brutal collapses by the Browns and the Steelers, the Jets the are literally, they're 0-14, and, and yeah. that's how I view it. And um, you can argue back and forth with all the defensive statistics. For, for me, the differentiator is the Dolphins, and yes, uh, that was with Tua, but the Dolphins overall, with their weapons at least, they're still the second uh, best offense. Uh, the Jets are not a good team, literally are not a good team. And as exciting as it was, um, you know, for Wilson to return, uh, to bring them back to victory with a fourth quarter comeback. I think if anything, that's giving us a slight discount um, on the Dolphins and, and people are factoring in that hype. So here's, here, I, I think, look, obviously Bridgewater is in the role he is because he is who he is, but I also think he's decent. I think he's an average, solid maybe vanilla, but he's he's okay quarterback. And here's the, here's the strange stuff. So if you're talking from a gambling thing and look, I I don't put too much weight into it, but it's, it is an actual fascinating one. Bridgewater as a starter, 42, 20 and one against the spread. Wow. I mean, I'm just, I'm just shocked 24 and six on the road against the spread. Again, don't put too much weight. I'm just yeah. saying, though. I mean, it's no, that's pretty, interesting. It's it's pretty interesting. Okay. Here were his stats last game. And, and again, he came in partway through because the brutalness, uh, you know, terrible what happened to Tua. Um, 14 out of 23 passing, 193 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So, look, he 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 was still able to utilize the weapons that, that the Dolphins have. So, for me, I'm going to be on the opposite side Um I wish I could, I wish it was like two and a half or something, but I am going to take Dolphins uh, minus three and a confident minus wow, three. Wow, confident minus three. Confident. I, yeah, maybe Zach Wilson is great, but until he proves it to me otherwise, 
Um, I still just see the Jets as a horrible team. And in my mind, they're one and three or oh and four. And I know the record is the record, but those are some weird circumstances that in my mind, they're an own four team with a 23rd ranked offense that it's, I think you can't, they, they, this, they, this might be a high scoring game. So I actually think, you know, looking at the over might be decent, but I don't think the jets can outscore the dolphins with the weapons that the dolphins have. That, that's yeah. my, I mean, that's fair. The, the jets have the, like you said, 23rd offense, 25th defense. Like they don't do a single thing. Well, they're bad on offense and they're bad on defense, but if, but they do like, I will say, if Zach Wilson is good, the Jets have pretty good weapons. Like Garrett Wilson is a stud. Elijah Moore he's, is a stud. He's good. Corey Davis, I'm not going to call him a stud. He's fine. The running backs, like Brees Hall is legitimately good. Michael Carter is a good kind of like scat back. So if Zach Wilson hits, that offense is actually set up for pretty decent success, assuming they can get the line figured out. But the Dolphins aren't a team that's going to take advantage of a bad offensive line. So – I, I get why you went Dolphins. This certainly isn't one of my most confident plays. To me, I just have it like this feels like a field goal game. So I took the extra half point, got it at three and a half. Nice, nice. Okay. All right. Next game, guys. Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys at the oof, at the Rams. At the Rams. We're yeah. struggling. Struggling. Okay. Before I even get into the stats, my first question for you is is Alan Robinson alive? alive? <laughs> have you have you have you have you seen where is a Rob? What I, I just don't understand. Is it and I'm being serious here? Is it okay? Because the fans, fans in the gambling space and just NFL fans are split down the middle. Okay. It's like some are like, look, he's as slow as molasses. He can't get any separation. They should have known this that he was what he was on the Bears. That last year wasn't him being checked out. He just he's just not a good receiver at this point. And other people are like, look, you have Stafford who's not he's locked into Cooper cup and he's going to force feed Cooper cup. So it's not Robinson's fault. And they'll point out plays where he's wide open, but then they'll point out other plays where he just literally can't get any separation. So there wouldn't be, a, it doesn't even matter if he went back past read number one, what is your take? Is it more of the a Rob problem or is it a Stafford being locked into Cooper cup problem or it's equally 50, 50? I think, I think it's 50, 50. I think the problem I mean, I think he's probably toast at this point. I think there's enough evidence to assume that he's toast, but, and it will, we'll talk about this with our game preview. The Rams offensive line is so bad oh, that yeah. basically yeah. Matt Stafford hike goes back. Oh crap. I'm under pressure. Throw it to Cooper cup. He's my hot read or like Tyler Higby is the only one that only other one that's doing something in that offense. So to me, he probably is toast, but it's that offensive line specifically against the pass, which is holding back the Rams offense more than anything else. I think if, if they had a good offensive line or even mediocre, I think Allen Robinson would pro would be better. I guess like, I think because he's not Stafford's first read, he has to go through his progressions and he doesn't have time to go through his progressions because he's always under pressure. Yeah. So he just goes to Cooper cup or Higby. Higby's another one that, um, you know, he missed him in the end zone, which, which hurt on Monday night. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, I mean, they miss Odell. They miss Robert Woods. Yeah. No, they do. They do. So, so let's set the table for this real quick. So right now, roughly again, give or take a half point Cowboys are plus five and a half Rams are minus five and a half favorites. Um, and look real quick, this is not surprising Cowboys defense fifth in defense DVOA They're They got some beasts on the line Rams 18th uh, pass defense. Again, respectable Cowboys fifth Rams ugh, 25th in pass defense DVOA. They stink. Um, 
They stink. Here's here's one, and this one is weird. So this is I wanted to get your thoughts on this in just a second. Uh, rush defense DVOA. Cowboys 25th, okay? And then uh, Rams third. Offense, both not the best. Offense, Cowboys are 17th. Rams, good Lord. Rams are 26th offense. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A McVay offense, 26th. Oof, good Lord. But what what are you, what is that? The the Cowboys run because you know you think Cowboys defense and your eye test says Parsons and obviously Parson frees up Lawrence. I mean it's they they're like two monsters just like harassing everyone. But then the rush defense they're getting gouged a little bit, which is weird. I mean that's uh you know I, I don't know what to make of that. How how you have the fifth ranked defense DVO and I know this is weighted, so you're not looking at absolute raw data, but. It's strange that they're ranked 25th specifically in, in rush defense DVOA, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's because the NFL generally values the pass. So if you can, if you can, let's say you're, I mean, not not perfect, but like if you're above average against the pass, if you're below average against the run, they'll weight that higher to being good against the pass. I also yeah. think Parsons, as electric as he is as a pass rusher, he's not a great run stopper. Like he's run a little stop. bit yeah. slight for yeah. a defensive end. Right. If you remember, he came in as a linebacker. Yeah, and then yeah. they had a bunch of injuries at at end, so they put him at end, and they're like, "Oh wait, he he's got Hall of Fame potential at defensive end. We'll we'll go ahead and keep him there." Um, Lawrence was was generally better at defensive, or sorry, at, as a run stuffer at defensive end, who's still a yeah. good pass rusher. But pa- Parsons is almost solely pass rush, and yeah. the Cowboys also don't have good defensive tackles specifically, which you kind of equate them more unless you're like aside from like your Aaron Donalds, who are just like electric pass rushers up the middle generally defensive tackles are more run stuffers and that's where they struggle um i mean they got gouged by saquon barkley last week not super surprising two weeks ago uh mixon had a decent day against them so i mean that doesn't concern me for this for this specific matchup because the rams can't run the ball the rams stink Um, they do yet mcveigh is just stubborn he is i can't he is stubborn it's like stubborn and will not give up on it though I mean, I was watching when they won the Super Bowl. I was so annoyed. Every single play, run on first down, run on first down, run on first down. And then they're like, oh, wait, we're down in the fourth quarter. I guess we'll have to pass. And that happened the same thing in the NFC Championship game. They were down by 10. They're like, oh, we have to pass. Guess what? Two straight touchdowns. Yeah, I, don't, I know. For someone as good as like an offensive architect as Sean McVay, I don't understand this obsession with running it on first down. It's the same thing. We talked about this. The Bengals head coach is the same thing. Yep. So, and, and he's the McVeigh guy. He, he's in the McVeigh tree. I don't know what, like they're kink. It's like, they get off like, okay, first and 10 run. It's, yeah. and then, and then you have, if you have a poor pass protecting offensive line, guess what? Putting them in second and third and long, is just going to make that uh, weakness even more pronounced. So, yeah. I mean, like my, my main takeaway for this game is, are, are we sure the Rams should even be favored? Are we like, why are the Rams fu- oh, like, like man. the Rams money line is minus two twenty five. No way. Why? No way. Why? Touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch but that's, that. Like not even from a betting perspective, just like, like it, it's only, it, it feels like a trap. Why the Rams are this big of favorites. It literally feels like Vegas is begging you to take the Cowboys or they're still not respecting Cooper rush enough. <laughs> Which like, that's probably a sentence no one's ever said in the entire world. I'm probably the first person that's ever said this combination of words. He's he's not bad. He's not bad. No, no, no. He's, I, I've become a Cooper. I, I, I just, I like the narrative and the story and him coming. I I like it. I I like Cooper Rush. It's, he's been fun to watch. And 
it sounds like, you know, Dak's they're, they're not clear. I mean, for, for what it sounds like, they're not going to have Dak play. Uh, so it sounds like he's, he's, out. he's be, officially yeah, out. He's officially out. So it's going to yeah. be a Cooper rush game. Um, I, I agree. I mean, look, I I'm staying away from this one. Cause I, I but if, if I had to bet it and, I, and I'm not going to claim later that I did, but I, I would probably just take Cowboys on the spread. Cause I, I, I don't have much faith in the Rams offense. I, I really don't. And when you're going to, the way that they could not handle uh, the pass rush and that, that front from the 49ers, I don't think it's going to get any easier against this it front. Will, it, it's, it will it, not. It will not. So I think we're going to see, at least on the offensive side, we're going to see similar struggles, similar pressure. Uh, like you said, just force feeding cup may, and maybe that'll be enough. Like maybe that'll be enough. If cup is just superhuman and he racks up 170 yards in two TDs and someone else steps up and gets one TD, maybe that'll be enough. But so it wouldn't shock me, but I just, I don't have enough faith from what I've been seeing with them that I would feel comfortable putting anything on their spread or money line. If anything, if I had to, I'd probably just go Cowboys, honestly, spread uh, it's the Cowboys spread to just cover that basically. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't even hate sprinkling a half unit on their Cowboys money line. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't understand why. I wouldn't blame giving, you. I wouldn't blame it, you. Like, is it just, Oh, the Rams just won the Super Bowl. Like too much faith in them because it's just won the Super Bowl. Is it lack of faith in Cooper Rush? Is it just like teams like the betting markets not catching up to the Rams not being good? Like I don't know. I don't know. But it's going to be the game where A. Rob shuts us up, man. <laughs> the uh, A. Rob rising from the ashes, Phoenix game. That's what that's what's going to happen in this game. So honestly. All right, guys. So let's move on to Sunday night. This one. Oh, this one I'm excited about. This one should be a fun one, guys. All right. At least I'm hoping it's going to be a fun one. So Bengals at Baltimore. Bengals at the Ravens. Currently, Ravens are minus three favorites. Total set at 48.5. Let's go through it real fast. Still, it just surprises me. But Bengals defense seventh. Ravens 16th. Uh, pass defense eighth. Ravens 14th, Bengals are 7th in rush defense, Ravens 22nd. So respectable, respectable defense for the Bengals. Here's the difference again, offense. I don't care, and I know I had some weirdos texting me saying you're ragging on Twitter about the Bengals, but and trust, I needed the Bengals. I was I <laughs> wanted the Bengals to win. So me ragging on them was me just being upset that they weren't being an offensive juggernaut and saying you're an idiot. Look at their pass yardage accumulation. Dude, they had like two bombs to like against a rookie corner. And if you factor those out, they were not in rhythm and they did not look good in that, in that way game. all year. I, I don't care what anybody says. You can't just look at the box score. You got to see what happened in that game. And it's not just me. This is the DVOA saying they're the 27th guys, 27th offense. And we were talking about the Rams sucking at 26th. We were dragging on Denver, sad Denver at 24th. The Bengals, even with all their star-studded receivers and weapons, they're 27th, guys, okay? So it's not me being biased. Numbers don't lie. 27th offensive DVOA. So you can't just look at those couple sexy bombs. They're just they're out of rhythm and out of sync right now versus the number one offense, the Ravens. And that's after two straight wins they won two straight games and their offense yes. is still two and, in two and wins and you're 27th look at the defenses that they've beaten the dolphins 28th the jets 25th yes. not even in the fact that they didn't even look impressive in those two games oh is concerning God. i will oh say God. i was surprised that the ravens defense were ranked that highly 
Yes. Um, because like you remember them getting torched by Tua. The that week surprises after, me. Yeah. That's the week, surpri- the week after they still gave up over 300 passing yards to uh, Mac Jones. And then last week they had a good first half. And then, jo- and then Josh Allen came back and, and took it over in the second half. So this is another game like of, of all the games were like, I have a lot of bets that I was very confident in for my best bets. Not, a, not any of them were in games that were previewing. Like, I feel like in these games, I'm kind of back and forth. This is another one. The Bengals put up 41 points in both of their games against the Ravens last year, both games, yeah. they scored 41 points. Now, obviously it's a different year. Their offense is worse there. The Ravens defense is, is better, but they're still banged up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with this one. Like I have a, I just could, even with the Ravens number one offense in the NFL, like the, the Bengals defense is pretty good. They're ranked seventh. Um, I could just see this being a gross Sunday night football game where the total ends like below 40 points. Um, so I, again, without a lot of confidence, ended up taking the points with the Bengals. I was able to get it. I, I bought half a point. I got it at minus 115 or minus 120. Uh, but I went with the Bengals, so I got them at plus three and a half. So, yeah, so you're right. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I don't know how much the Ravens defensive rankings, you know, because they're weighted, right? You're you're weighing them against the strength of your opponent. So I don't know how much went into it because, yes, although they lost and they let the Bills get 23, it's the Bills, right? So I, I think because of the yeah. strength of that offense, I wonder if they weighted it towards well. We're factoring in they played against a good team recently because, look, if you look at the raw stats, this is what's matching yours and my eye test, right? Because I'm shocked at that 16th ranking, 30th in yards per game, yards per game allowed. Okay, 25th in points per game, 29th in yards per play. So raw stats match up our eye test. We're like, they're struggling, right? They're struggling on the defensive side. And so that's the difference sometimes when you look at those DVOA stats versus just kind of raw stats. And right now the raw stats match up my eye test. And I'm, I'm saying, I'm seeing what you're seeing. Like they're, they're struggling at times and they've collapsed giving up big leads, right. Twice and now. not being able to stay twice now. Yeah. So the key here is can the Bengals get the passing game going early, early versus I don't know. Like, like we said, the McVay tree stubbornness, of run, 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 even when you're getting stuffed, right? Yeah. And so, I don't know. I am going to be on the opposite side again. So we're splitting here, which is good because oftentimes we've been on the same side for a lot of our, our picks yeah. for the previous. I'm going to go Ravens minus three um, because although they've collapsed and although they are, and I think their defense DVOA is a little bit of an illusion and a mirage. I think they are struggling on defense. I just right now have more faith in their offense than the Bengals offense, similar concept to the other game with the, the, the jets and the, yeah. you know, um, but you know what, but the Bengals, in my opinion, I, I, they got a lot of weapons. They do. I, I like T Higgins. I like um, Jamar yeah. chase. chase and Boyd. Yeah. I mean, they got good weapons. They're awesome. It's just, I don't know what it is. They just can't get in sync. So until they show me otherwise that they're rocking and rolling from first quarter through fourth, I will roll with the Ravens one more time and and see if they let me down. So I, I would go Ravens minus three on this one, in my opinion. So, yeah, that's fair. I, I will say we haven't talked about this yet. The injury to Rashad Bateman could be a big deal because he yeah. left early in that Bills game. Yeah. And then, like we talked about, they scored 20 points in the first half. They didn't score at all in the second half. So, yeah, that was that was the struggle. They couldn't keep up. They could they couldn't get yeah. they couldn't get the points on the board. Couldn't yeah. get the points on the board. So, yeah, this game will be good. I think I'm more confident in the under 
than I am any of the spread plays, which is boring for a primetime game. But, um, but I mean, I would like, I would take the under 48 and a half over any spread bet. Gotcha. All right, guys, we're in the home stretch. So thanks for sticking with us. Last game is going to be what the Monday night one. So we got the Raiders at Kansas city versus the chiefs. Uh, so let's see here real quick right now. Oof. Over the key number chiefs are seven and a half, right? Yeah. Seven and a half favorites. So the key number guys, so that's, that's tough. Uh, total sitting around 51 and a half. Uh, let's see real quick. I'm not going to read through all of them for the sake of time, but the real differentiator here is the offensive rankings. Kansas city is rocking and rolling guys on offense. They're, they're, they're minus the fluky loss to the Colts. They're, they're rolling. Their offense is fifth. <sighs> Disappointingly. I really was excited for the Raiders. They're 20th, 20th offense versus the fifth offense. That's the simplest way I can put this for yeah. you guys. And KC, I'm still shocked, just like I'm shocked. The Bengals, respectable defense. Still kind of in the top, what, top 15, right? Respectable. Respectable defense. Yeah, so. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny last week. The uh, Chiefs offense was ranked 10th. They jumped up to 5th because they just smashed the Bucks defense, which was previously ranked number one in so, DVOA. And I will say, both of us, take a bow, said smash that KC line because there was no reason it should have been. I wish we just made it a best bet. That's Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know why. And we were strong about it too. And we both of us actually bet money on it. And I, yeah. I bet it's like it, it played out the way we thought. And they, we're like, this is just weird that this is this close. And yeah, and, and Casey just demolished them. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, their offense literally jumped five spots from 10 to five. Yeah. And the Raiders, like, I mean, I, I got to take an L on the Raiders. They were a team that I was, that I was high on. We talked, I talked about it a ton, how I thought they had yeah, yeah. sleeper potential. They're 24th in DVOA, 20th on offense, 20th on defense, 20th on special teams. They don't do a single thing. Well, not a single thing. Yeah. And like, um, I did find this funny. I was looking up like the history between these two teams. They played, obviously they played twice a year. The chiefs have won eight of their last nine games against the Raiders. Last year, they put up a combined 89 points against the Raiders. Now, obviously, it's a different year, a different team. I'm not sure this year's Raiders team is better than last year's Raiders team, which which is concerning. Um, I think the Raiders, like, they got their first win last week against the Broncos. Not the most impressive win in the world. And something tells me that it's one of those things where it's like they put in so much effort. Almost like when the Chiefs lost to the Colts, it was like the Colts just did everything they could. They just needed to get a win kind of like the same thing with the Raiders last week. And I just worry that I think this has like beat down potential, like the chiefs. I, I got them at minus seven on points bet. Yeah. Points bet at minus one Oh seven. You can get the chiefs um, to like, it's not one of my best bets. I'm sure I'm probably going to regret it, but that's another one. That's like a hammer for me. The chiefs minus seven. Yeah. And everything you said, I, I there's not much, there's really not much, <laughs> there's not a lot dig deep digging to do if you can get it at that set right now it's at seven and a half but if, if i had the chance and i see it ever fluctuate back to that key number of seven i i, I would take the chiefs at seven as well so yeah that's what i mean you can get them at seven. Oh, at right minus, now oh, on, right on now. points bet minus oh. one of seven. Oh, that's okay i that must have yeah i saw them at seven and a half at most places so i think it did seven. i think it did shift then yeah, then I'll right after our stream here, right after our recording, I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs minus seven. I, I like that just because yeah, I I was just hesitant because of the seven and the a half. The touchdowns times, important. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I mean for all those things, I, I, we we don't even need to analyze. We know what Mahomes can do. Um, him and Kelsey have not 
missed the step in my opinion. And the running backs um, are playing well. I'm surprised that Edwards hilarious. Just, I mean, he's playing an integral role. He really yeah, is. I mean, he's, so, he's been amazing. He's been very efficient with his touches. As much as he's frustrated me in the past this year, I can't say much about him that he's efficient. You know? Finally. So, yeah. Fi- <laughs> that's the one thing with finally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, for all the things Matt said, I, there, there's nothing, I'm just going to be repetitive that I'm, I'm just to me, clear cut. This is chiefs. So exactly. Yeah. So Okay, we made it through. So we're gonna go over best bets. So let's go over our records because we're keeping track here. And oh, I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I know I've been saying we've been doing good in prime time, but my quote unquote best bets with air quotes. I'm a sad four seven and one guys. I'm not trying to hide anything here. Just very disappointing. I wish the Bills had covered the minus three. That was so effing brutal that they on the one was a two yard line, one yard line. They didn't Nealed go for it. Neil. Oh, all Which you is- had to do is. QB sneak guys, I know, which, is- which is tough. Cause that's the right football play, but for oh, someone yeah. that had the bills points, you're like, no score. What are you doing? Yeah. God. Cause I'd rather, I just sounds a lot better. I'd rather be five and seven than four, seven. It just sounds a lot better. But Matt on the other hand is still rocking and rolling, even with some tough pushes here and there seven, three and two guys. So really, I mean, just you're talking seven and three, so that's not bad yeah. at all. Cause you get a couple pushes. So that's nice. So, we're unfortunately the inverse. So hopefully I can pick it up this week and Matt keeps it rolling. And between the two of us, we, we, we kind of bring up this record a little bit guys. So, all right, Matt. So why don't you kick it off? What's one of your first bets bet? And we'll just kind of go back and forth. Sure. Um, so I mentioned this when we did the preview um, Broncos money line is not one of my best bets. I just want to reiterate that. I love that one. So if, um, I think it's right now minus 165 on DraftKings. You have to accept okay. some juice. I think that's worth it. So I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. One of my best bets, not to come across like a homer, Eagles minus five. Okay. I mean, I talked about Cliff Kingsbury is a, just a dreadful, dreadful head yeah. coach. The, the sign of a good head coach, a good schemer, is teams that get out to fast starts. Like the head coaches script their first 15 plays. You'll see Andy Reid. You'll see Doug Peterson. You'll see, I mean, Sirianni does it. I can't think of another example, but the good head coaches script their first 15 plays. The bad head coaches also do that to no success. And the Cardinals have the worst first quarter offense, first half offense in the entire NFL. The Eagles have the best first half offense in the entire NFL. The Eagles defense, I'll take an L there. I thought their defense was going to be terrible this year. I thought it was going to hold them back. Their defense has been phenomenal. The defense has been amazing. And talk about the Cardinals, another team that can't do anything well. 22nd offense. 29th defense, 23rd special teams. Just not not a single thing. And Kyler Murray, as talented as he is, I'm guessing the new Call of Duty is probably out because he's been been struggling. Um, So Eagles minus five. Uh, I put a unit minus 112 at Bet Rivers. I'm not sure what it's at now. I'll I'll check as we're we're talking. But that is my first best bet. Sure. Well, and look, guys, I want to be clear here. Matt and I, we actually don't share these on purpose before our, our episodes, but this one, I, I, and this is no surprise to you because I'm a Chicagoan, but apparently I just love Philly so much that I do have Philly. I, I also have the Eagles at, at minus five that I caught early on. So I do have Eagles minus five. We didn't talk about it at all. We didn't even talk about it on this show. So we we both were on the Eagles. So I'll, I'll kick it off with my second one. So we're both on the Eagles. Um, I do like the Broncos and not just the money line, but the spread. So um, hopefully you guys catch this episode early enough to catch this one that to me, this is make or break. If they cannot cover effing minus three, 
versus the Colts with no Jonathan Taylor. And I don't care that Russell Wilson has a right shoulder problem. Throw it with your other hand. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Just fucking cover minus three at home in a pretty important game where you got to beat a team that sucks. The last place offense. If you don't cover this for me, okay? If you don't cover this minus three for me, I'm going to be so pissed, guys. And if the Broncos don't cover minus three, I'm going to punish myself. And on one of our upcoming live streams, like next Monday, I'll, I'm going to do like one of those spicy one chip challenge, oh, one chip challenge at the end of the stream, just to punish myself. So you heard it here. There we if go. The Broncos don't cover minus three tomorrow, not even a push. I'm saying cover this damn thing and win one of these best bets for me. I'm going to punish myself on a live stream on Monday. I'm going to eat one of those at the end just to screw myself over. Cause this is how desperate I am right now to get this win. And I'm going to get a win tomorrow or when you see this today, Thursday, Broncos minus three, one of my best bets, guys. I like it. I mean, I, I, I like it. I, I think that's a lot of fire. I will say, I think one thing that could be fun is if there's a team that we just have been scar, scar, score, well, has just scarned us. That's not a word, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, too many times, I think we should just come up with a graveyard. Teams that were just simply never betting. <laughs> Because the 49ers were close to being on my graveyard after that Sunday yeah. night performance, the Jimmy G one. Yeah. Um, but anyways, my next for, one. Yeah, for, for me, this is it. If, 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 yeah. the, if the All right, Broncos we'll don't do the, this, we'll put them on the graveyard. If they cannot beat the pathetic Colts with no Taylor, I'm done. I'm never, I'm never touching them, but fading them. The only reason would be going against them. Yeah. God. We'll put them on the graveyard. Um, another favorite that I'm counting on the cover, I'm taking Jacksonville minus seven. I like that. I like um, that. I got. I think that seven is a key number. Yeah. Uh, it's at, it, last I saw was at plus one hundred on Caesars, which is pretty good. Um, even with the loss last week, Jacksonville still ranked fourth in DVOA, um, and that's a that's a loss that's very very easy to explain away. It was in the rain. It was in Philly, and um, and they they were up fourteen nothing, and then Trevor Lawrence. This is what happened. So they were up fourteen nothing yeah. with the ball. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence misses a wide open touchdown pass. He's wide open. He puts it on him. That's 21, nothing. Yeah. That was third down on fourth down. They go for it. Um, uh, Trevor Lawrence is rolling out, has an easy path to run for the first down ball slips out of his hand. Eagles recover. And then the onslaught was on. They turned it over five times in that game. And they previously had the best turnover differential in the entire NFL. To me, that's an outlier. And this, the Jacksonville team, is not shy to blow out inferior opponents. Like weeks, week two, they shut out the Colts 24, yep. nothing week three. They beat the chargers 38 to 10. Yep. Houston ranked four, uh, dead or sorry. Second to last in DVOA, the 30th ranked offense, the 27th ranked defense, another team that just does nothing. Well, I think the Bronx, I think the, sorry, I, I'm keep fumbling over my words. I think the Jaguars are just going to put it on them. If they're taking the L last week. So Jacksonville minus seven, my, my next best bet. No, I like them. And and you've heard me. I've, I've been very fond of Jacksonville, um, you know, from the very beginning and even in our preseason previews. And I, I like yeah. Trevor Lawrence. I, I like the coach that's there right now. So, I mean, I, I like it. I like that a lot. And I, and I could definitely see that I, even though it's not one of my personal best bets, I might have to, I, you know, I was already looking at, I've put them in some parlays and some teased them down a little bit in a couple things. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'll be cheering with you in spirit. Cause I, I also like them. And I think I've, I've put some, put them in some teasers basically. So, um, okay. So my, let me see my last one. 
Um, I and I and I said this earlier, and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I am going to roll and put some faith in uh, Bridgewater, and I am going to go with Dolphins minus three okay. as one of my favorites. So I got to sum it up for me. I got Dolphins minus three, Broncos minus three, and same one. We landed on the same one independently. Eagles minus five. So those are my three best bets, and you already know the reason why I like uh, Bridgewater and the Dolphins. So uh, my last one, I'm taking a. Uh, I'm taking an underdog to cover. I'm taking, I'm taking lions plus three minus one fifteen on FanDuel. I'm not sure why the Patriots are favored in this game. I like the dolphins or sorry, the lions have scored the most points in the entire NFL. They've scored the most points. They've also given up the most points in the entire NFL. They've scored 140. They've given up 141. Um, But the Patriots offense is not going to be a team to take advantage of the Lions defense. I would I would guess. No, I know the Patriots offense did a decent job last week against the Packers, but that was a weird game in which like the rookie came in, Bailey Zappi, yeah, and just Bailey like, Zappi. I like just, Bailey's. I like what I slinging saw. Slinging it. I liked what I saw. Yeah. Um I I think a team that has tape, I think he's going to struggle this week. Um so I I was shocked the Lions were even underdogs and the fact that I can get a field goal. This is probably my weekly push, the the Jack, uh, Lions plus three is probably my weekly push, but I got them at minus one fifteen on Fanduel. I put a full unit. Well, I mean, I put a unit on all these. But what's? I wonder what what is the total on that game? That's a good question. I don't know. I I think the Lions overs have been going up high. Oh, it's hit every. It's the Lions overs hit every game. It's at. Is it every every yeah, so every yeah? I said, Lions so Patriots you know. forty five and a half. I, I like the over on that one honestly because. I think I think with Bailey, he's going to be able to sling it better than Mac in my opinion. Just from what I saw, so you think, I mean, you think he's I, legit? I I don't know about legit. I just it seems like he has a decent arm, and they were let. I don't know for whatever reason Belichick's letting him rip it a little bit. So I I don't know if it was just out of desperation or he's using it almost as like a preseason tester with this, like you know, just like a litmus test for this guy. But I, I seemed like they were letting him sling it a little. So. I don't know because I mean that's that's kind of low. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe there's something, very low. Maybe there's it, something wrong with me, but that that seems a little low to me. But okay, it seems like okay. a good over. Yeah, why not? You should hit it. Yeah, yeah, I might, I might. So okay, so we we each got our three best bets. One of them, as soon as you guys see this, uh, the the Broncos hopefully don't screw me. Um, and like I said, they bet they better hit or they're going in my graveyard. I'm gonna go eat that hot chip on one of our live streams because they. I need this, guys. I need to turn this around. I my goal, I I need to barely at, at the very least, guys. I got I got to get this to at least six and eight, respectable. If not seven and seven, seven seven yeah, and th- one. This so, feels like a three and zero kind of day for I, you. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, guys. Hopefully, we can bring it there. So, all right, guys. So, thank you again for tuning in. Um, please, you know, remember we have a mailbag. Send us some questions. Uh, what is it? Sweat the bet, OJ, um, at gmail.com. Uh, listen to us on podcast mediums. Uh, like and subscribe. Turn on your notifications on our YouTube channel, Sweat the Bet YouTube channel. Uh, and stick around for our live streams because, again, we've been doing pretty decent there, guys. Even though we're not tracking those as meticulously, we've been doing pretty good on our primetime picks. So check us out on our live streams as well. Um, before the Thursday night game, we'll come in with some prayer, player props. And if you want to get in early, we're both feeling some love on Cortland Sutton already, guys. So, yeah. you know, don't, don't get in late on that one. So, okay, man, anything else before we wrap up for today? 
No. Um, last thing, I, I know we don't really like ask this that much, but like rate, review, subscribe. The only reason I, I bring that up is because I was going through the Apple ratings just because I was curious. We've been, getting, we've been getting a lot more listeners recently, which is nice. We appreciate you guys. Um, so I was checking to see if people left us a review or a rating. And one guy left us a, a, a one-star rating with no, with no comment. So whoever hates us, just come out of the woodwork. Let us know what you hate about us. <laughs> what are you, uh, not an Eagles fan? Too much talk about the Eagles? Whatever it is, you know, we're open to feedback. So whoever gave us a one star, just just let us know what's up. It's they're probably rating my picks, but that's all. Right, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna it's gonna turn around, guys. Have that's fair. That's, that's, that's gamb that's gambler's mentality. So I'm 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 gonna have faith in in my degeneracy. You'll turn around. Yeah, I, we have e faith. even out even out, guys. So cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining another episode of Sweat the Bet. And uh, like I said, stay tuned. Keep your notifications on, and we appreciate the support, guys. Follow us on Twitter, Parlay Doc and Jedi Modi. Until next week, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and let us know what you thought. Thank you.